Uh, yo, what up, man? Every time I try to go out, motherfuckers like, yo, yo, who's that? Is that Rebel right there? Yo, Rebel, what's good, son? Yo, you got boys? Yo, Rebel, spit, spit real quick, man. Fuck, nigga, Saturday night, I'm trying to chill, man. I ain't doing no fucking show. I ain't doing shit. Yo, yo, come around, like, yo, yo, got boys? Cold cup wraps, six slice packs. Hold up, cuz, let me get a bite of that. Let me grub and make love to these midnight snacks. I sit tight and shit right, always on my ex slacks. I spit right and get back. No time to digest. Something like a midget always ask who's the highest. Yes, I'm rich, bitch, got rhymes to spend. Please comprehend quick, no, I'm the nicest. I'm on bed sick, plus I'm been fed medicine. Doctor drill my head with lead, still ain't dead. Not till I drop permanent resident, be the only tenant. Getting money for rent, when I'm in the booth, I transform the Superman. And the government know me as Clark Kent. I am Magneto, that's how I got your bars bet. Been broke with no lit, ate the rudest food. Super shit dudes do for a million bucks. Want they back pockets fat like Brazilian bucks. Pasta's a limb with the silicon crust. Mommy ain't say you much, just bring it a buck. Like Alvin and the chipmunks juggling nuts. <laughs> Mr. Derek Vienhoff. He's better known as Deke. Drinking liquor with DJ Deke, we out laughing. Yeah, Deke. Choo, 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 gang. Yo, DJ Deke, what up? Yo. Rebel, Rebel Mahari. Yo, what up, what up, what up? Rebel Mahari, Choon gang in the house, man. How y'all feeling? Welcome to the party. It's been a long time coming. You know. Trying to get more of the Choon gang guys involved in this. I want to know all oh, we about coming? The, yeah, I want to know everything about it, because <laughs> speaking of Choon gang. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was just um, actually Wikipediaing that because I knew that you had the. It's from Obama, Choom Gang. If people don't know, <coughs> Choom Gang was the uh, crew that Obama had in yeah, college. He was, he was a part of it. Yeah, it was in college. And, it, and, and literally, the definition was they just um, they just hung. It was a group of friends that hung out and smoked pot. Yeah, they they specialized in smoking weed. They were like a study group, and you know they got together. Pretty much what a lot of us do nowadays. They got together, study their books, and study how to smoke <coughs> and how to hold it in for this long, <coughs> so you could cough this strong. <coughs> you know. Yeah, and he. But what sucks is he's publicly said that like he regrets it, and not regrets it, but he said that like it wasn't a good decision. Da 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 da. You know all this. Mm-hmm. There's this whole demonizing of pot. You know. Yo. Like, Alcohol is cool though. Everybody can drink. Drink as much as you want. Drink till you almost kill yourself. It's fine. Kill yourself. It's fine. I know. It's. It's. It, I don't know. This country works backwards sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know. Did you watch that? Uh, that Obama farewell farewell speech. I actually didn't, no. and I feel a little uninformed. I mean, I watched you know some some commentary and different things on it. Like I, I catch up on the news podcast, and I'll get like different perspectives of whatever happened but i didn't catch any anything stuck out to you anything uh oh man make you feel he's the same dude man that's one thing i gotta give a shout out to barack obama is besides on politics is is the art of rhetoric and public speaking this guy and you know doing the things that we do Mm -hmm. dq already know like you know on stage with the microphone with a lot of people you want to learn how to address people true and what sort of um 
terminology or vocabulary you use, whichever mm-hmm. fits the demographic. And this dude, he laid it out, man. And in his uh, public speaking, he always spread, you know, love and empathy amongst people and try to bring people together, which I, you know, mm-hmm. always supported. And that's what Chung Gang is always about, bro, you know? Yeah, positivity and stuff. It's mm-hmm. interesting, though, um, the two kind of, when you look at any, any politician, kind of the two sides of the coin, which is like, you know, their person in public, like we're talking about the rhetoric and all that, what their message that they're they're saying, and then the stuff that actually happens oh. behind closed doors, or the different, you know, if you want to talk Obama, you want to talk surveillance, drone attacks, different things. I mean, he killed Osama bin Laden. That's a thing, I guess. Yeah. There's different, you know, but okay, you know, not every president's perfect, da 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 But like, as far as an intelligent, uh, aware guy, he mm-hmm. definitely, I mean, you know... The type of president that would uh, appear on, whether it's The Daily Show or SNL, like Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars show. Like, he's down to earth. He's like... Very. You know? He's a down to earth cool cat, man. You yeah. Know? Which is the new guy is obviously not a down to earth cool cat. <coughs> he, yo, his playlist. You know, this guy's got Method Man, Nas, Kendrick. Common, Kendrick. Exactly. He's, he's, he's got the real down to earth shit on his playlist as mm-hmm. well. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's and, interesting, yeah. His musical taste is super interesting. He's a politician at the end of the day, regardless whatever he does. But you yeah, know, yeah. he's he, at least he's a cool one, I guess. Exactly. Um, you know, I get it. The eight years of like, you know, the first black president. Now, actually, some African American people want to argue and say there was other black presidents. You know, it gets a really crazy rabbit hole though because <laughs> they're talking about a guy that was like not a if, like John Hanson, this guy who he's like he's actually in the pictures he looks white. It's like, no, he was a Moor. Like, his uncle was a Moor or something. Get out of here. You know, and it's like, oh, he wasn't actually the president. He was the, you know, some other sort of, like, equal thing, but of the Confederate States or something. So it's like, (laughs) he's splitting hairs at the end of the day. Like, oh, and then you could say, I mean, Obama. Uh It's it's like, he's not fully black. He's he's black and he's white. He's he's, Thank you. Right? Thank you, man. You know, these guys, they want to hate on him because he's black. Don't forget, he's also white. You know, as as much as, as black as he is, he's also white at the same time. So you gotta, you gotta look at both of those like uh, perspectives. You know, you can't yeah, yeah. try to. But that's the that's a um, funny thing about genes and phenotypes, or however however you however you describe it. Like the dominant gene takes over, and the darker color tends to come out in the. So that's just a natural thing. That's like exactly. It's not like half of your face is uh, <laughs> is white and the other half is black. <laughs> like uh, like those people with vitiligo or whatever it's called, where they got spots on them. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I think they called it the white disease in certain, in certain parts of that Africa. they call it? Really? Yes, it's called the white oh, disease in certain sense, countries and cultures. Like right. black cultures, they actually call it like, you know, the white disease mm. in other languages. Your ancestry is African or which country? Is it? I'm, I'm, um, my ancestry is African, yeah. I'm okay. Eritrean, which is Eritrea. I used to be part of Ethiopia. I'm, I'm East African. Right, right. That's where my parents are from, but like... I grew up there at a young age, and I grew up in many different places, mm-hmm. uh, uh, by like three different continents and four different countries since. So it's been quite a journey, mm. and now I've landed here in one of the best countries in the world, Canada, and you know one of the illest cities and one of the most historical places, uh, say Catharines. If y'all didn't know, that's where Harriet Tubman freed all the slaves and bought them over. Yeah, Underground Railroad. Underground Railroad. Yeah. And all those, um, and all those uh, <coughs> songs they used to sing during, like in the railroad, underground railroad. <coughs> yeah. 
It's um, it's actually a way of communicating. It wasn't there's just songs. They would actually communicate and send messages to each other in those songs. Yeah. You know, they're like hidden messages. So yeah. that's where I'm at right now. And, you know, <coughs> hidden. it's been quite a, it's, yeah, hidden. <coughs> it's been quite a journey. Um, speaking of Harry Tubbin, you, you do the, um, you ever seen the escape rooms downtown? They, they have a, you, they have them in the Toronto and in the falls. It's like, you know, you, you have to get out of this room under a timer and then like, so these puzzles you solve and stuff like, uh, it's, nah. it's pretty sick. It's, uh, they make them like kind of creepy and you gotta, you do it with a group. Mm-hmm. And you gotta like, uh, there's a storyline always, and and they change them up every six months, and it's mm-hmm. like, it's just something fun to do. But so we go into the one downtown here, yeah, and uh, they go, don't move any heavy furniture, like don't try to rip the paintings off the wall, like it's gonna be, it'll be easy. Don't try to fuck everything up. Mm-hmm. And like my boss, first thing, moves the couch, just like flips the couch over. Yeah, turns out there's actually a, a, a door underneath the couch. He opens it up, and there's like a cavern. What? And we're like, what? She comes in the room. She's like, no, that's not it. Just put that back. What? It was like <laughs> Turns a out it's, it's a Harriet Tubman. It was the the underground tunnels under St. Paul Street. And they're actually no. trying to get it safety by the city so they can actually incorporate it into the escape room. Like, that'd be nuts. Really? That'd be nuts. They do. So, they should do a Harriet Tubman themed one. Really? That'd be nuts, man. I never I never been to the escape room mm. or nothing. But what? it's so what they're... Turn it into a tourist attraction of some sort? Yeah, I guess they would. Like, for now, it's just, uh, you know, they make up, like, a murder mystery, and you got to, whatever, they open, find a key in a box, and then it, like, mm-hmm. opens another thing, tells you to grab the book, go to page 232, and you find a code, and you open the closet, and you get, there's a trap door, it goes another room, there's a dead body, whatever, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, bro, I wanted you to take me there until you said dead body, fuck oh! that shit. I try to go to the. It's just I'm like dead. a puppet. It's not a real dead body. It's like a mannequin. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so like moving around the world. What anything? What is the biggest thing that stuck out to you, or anything? Like, what was the most sort of influential? I don't know feeling that you got from, from as far as moving so much. Because uh, I haven't traveled a lot. I've traveled a bit, but not as much as I you know like to. Well, uh, you know. I'll tell you one thing, bro, you know, in regards to people, you know, and, and well, like wherever you go there, you always, you're, you're always going to have your good people and bad people. I know this is a known thing. It's a very cliche known thing. I wish I can come up with something much more like smarter, but you know, yeah. this, uh, this cush right now, it's got a hold of me and it's just like put a nigga in fucking cush mode. idle mode for a second. Um, you know, but, uh, all yeah. people are the same, man. I've had like, you know, all, um, whether it's religion, whether it's race, I've grew up in many different religions and races. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Do you, and, do you f- subscribe to any religion or? Uh, well, I was like, I was raised, like, I don't really subscribe to any religion like myself now yeah. as I like grew older and I studied science and religions and see how they're all similar and the same pretty much mm-hmm. and how religion was used to uh, control man. That's how I see it now. But I'm an Orthodox Christian, which is like the popular uh, the popular religion in East Africa, in Ethiopia and Eritrea, right? Okay. So, and uh, and no, I'm not related to the weekend, you know, just because I'm <laughs> Ethiopian, you know. And the, the, no, I'm not related to that nigga. I wish I was. So you could uh, get a feature. I get a feature or something. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Shit. <laughs> don't uh, don't me don't me a fucking loan or something. Abel, where you at, bro? Come on. Hey, but holla at your boy, Robel, man. What's up, man? We out here. Come down to St. Catharines, nigga. Blood's, yeah. It's bloodline. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I always just, uh, 
find it so crazy the different how religions spread geographically and how they affect different ethnicities and how they stick with different ethnicities like we were talking to me and my friends earlier about uh in the philippines i have like muslim extremism going on and and you know in in various countries they have the the muslim extremism going on but even those groups are warring with each other as far as ideas go because they don't properly exactly align exactly and you don't necessarily think of a lot of people don't think of filipinos as having like a an islamist extremism they do if you're not you know kind of up on that news or whatever you just kind of think it's the arab world or whatnot but it's it's there's different areas that that experience it right oh yeah like muslim extremism that happens everywhere and you know me as a christian you know and i will also say there's also christian extremism uh, extremism you know what i'm saying right i mean not as prevalent but you know exactly and yeah in philippine um in the philippines they're mostly catholics and uh muslims Mm -hmm. that's the two main religions like right. for example, in my country Eritrea, there there's um, they're Christians and they're Muslims, right? But they get along. There's a mosque mm. and there's a and there's a church right next to it, which is a beautiful right? thing. Exactly. Yeah, see, see, in some countries you have that, right? Especially in Canada mm-hmm. or in, even in the states a lot, right? Like the Western world has a lot of that. Um, mm-hmm. A little more accepting of one another's denominations. Exactly. Even with, you know, I mean, you look at Christianity, the different denominations, Lutheranism, Orthodox, uh, my family's like Calvinist was their type. Like, really? There's just so many different ones, right? And you're like, how many fucking different ones are we going to need? This is the thing that's weird about religion is there's 900 different denominations so that of each thing. So it's like, well, which one is right? You think one of you 900 is right, right? You, you got to respect at least one another's their 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 way of doing it i guess like you can't yeah you know there's one thing to argue that all of them are false but there's and then there's another camp i guess you could argue that maybe not all of them are like physically true as far as all the history and whatnot but there's truths within the books yeah right that's an argument to be made but then i to 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 make the different arguments that uh you know mine's right and yours is completely wrong no matter what like mine's right and yours is completely wrong. wrong. That, that makes that no is sense. What, that makes no sense to me. How? how you know? They, I'm telling you, the three main religions, they all they all come from the same tree. Trust me, man. Yeah. The three yeah. main religions. And they all break off from each other. Everybody creates their own segment. You know? A, it's like a... Like Jesus is in the Quran. He's a character in the Quran. He it's, is. You know, it's not it's not a completely separate sort of... You know, they treat him differently as far as what they re- what they revere him to be. You know? He was just what a prophet in the Quran or something, and he like, you know, I, Muhammad used a lot of Jesus' teachings, mm-hmm. you know, for instance, and uh, Muhammad does speak of, of a prophet named Jesus mm-hmm. in the Quran, and the Old Testament is very similar to the Quran. For example, even the Orthodox Bible, they have a lot of similarities with uh, uh, with uh, Islam and the Quran. Right, it's the Abrahamic religions, right? Exactly, Father Abraham. Abraham. Had many sons, many sons had Father Abraham, and I am one of them, and so are you. Where you? That's the a stuff fucking up, bro. Sunday school, man. I was indoctrinated. They brainwashed me into the Dutch Christian Reformed cult. <laughs> it was crazy. They brainwashed you, man. You know, and like a light brainwashed light, like. It wasn't too, you know. Oh man, I try to get jokingly call it that. I, oh man, I I don't know, man. You know, one thing I believe, you know, I've I've you know, I was on my own, uh, I was on my own since a young age, and one thing like I learned a lot of things the hard way and the wrong way, the right way, and one thing I've learned is, it's you know, true religion, you know, belongs in the heart, right? You know, and as long as you just do good, you know, don't do 
people dirty, man. You know, don't, you know, if you're going to stab somebody, stab him in the front, you know, don't stab him in the back. Be like, hi, how yeah. you doing? I'm here to stab you, you know, and, and I'm just using analogies. And I've, let him stab you as well, <laughs> simultaneously. <laughs> we'll do it together, man. You know what I mean? Same time. One, two, three, go. <laughs> an eye for an eye till we all blind, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. But um, it's just, just you, you already know what's right, you know, morals are already... What's treat others the way you would like them to treat you. Seems pretty simple, but then why do we need so many different religions and all these books and stuff if that's... Th- the real Bible should be like one page. <laughs> I will tell you why. I will tell you why. Okay. It should be one page. You know, yo, everybody be cool. You know, smoke some weed. A poster on the wall, just one poster with all the shit that, you know... Just one poster. That's it. Simple. That's all we need, bro. So let's start a new religion that's that and kill all the other people. Like that's how these things start. It's like people like let's make our own version. We don't agree with the with this one. Let's make our own. Oh shit! Now I gotta kill people. Like, it's crazy. And and gotta watch out to be killed, man. Yeah, it's kill to be especially killed. back in the day, right? You gotta think like back back in the day, just shit was more dangerous. So like, I bet you revered your your. Your religious beliefs in your books, like, mm-hmm. with such a higher degree almost. Because now we can, like, copy a book, mm-hmm. right? Back in the day, you had to be able to have those skills, whether you, like, a monk or diff- whatever, you know, different. Oh, certain people, certain classes had the skills to read and write. Exactly. Right? So so the stuff was, was copied. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, I mean, you, before the printing press, right? People, you had to write out the book. So now it's, like, the information... It's just so much more, mm, I don't know, it's like it, less permanent. Like we're like, oh, it can be a digital copy. I have a PDF of the Bible. Well, who cares if you burn all the Bibles? I have yeah. it on my iPhone. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But back in the day, it was kind of like, what? You're going to come into my town and burn my Bible? Or like, see, I can't practice this? Well, we got to save these books. Let's mm-hmm. get the horses, get the spears, da 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 Like, That's true. Vi- life was more vital or something. It was back in the day. There was less medicine, all that, just the war and the different things like that. You know, it just, I don't know. I don't, it seems as if information nowadays is less valuable. It has less value now. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say so. Because it's, um, we take it for granted more. We take basically. it for granted more. Yeah. Because it's so, it's so easy to access right now. Information's anywhere. You know what I mean? That's one of the odd things about, uh, the the development of technology and the internet is the fact that uh you know it, it is so readily accessible so mm-hmm. and there's so much of it now so i don't know it's not the same as back in the day when your grandma had some encyclopedias on the wall and you'd pick it up and you just look through and it's like here's what a fucking this is and that is and it's like oh this is cool it's like tactile you can like turn the pages but now it's like you're on wikipedia and it's telling you 25,000 links to click and every link that clicks to a new link it's too it's like overbearing. We're like, oh, it's inf- information overload. Overload. When and when information overload happens in any in in any situation, it's never. Yeah, it makes it a little bit harder to pay to almost. It causes <laughs> it, confusion. Yeah, it's easier to pay attention to the news and different things because we have it more accessible. But then that overloads our our brains, our circuitry, and then we're like, I don't even. I can't form an opinion today. Leave me alone today. I'm trying to do like, I, you know, it's. You can't have an, I don't know, you can't have, it's harder to have an informed opinion. So it takes a little bit more, uh, I guess, just energy. Devote your time to it if you want, right? But It's like you just don't know. Um, 
if who's right, who's how wrong, much value, everything, who's right or who's wrong, exactly. What has more value? Which which information is more valuable? Yeah, you know, yeah. here's an issue, and they're forcing down your throat. So, well, do I even care about this issue? What is, if I? What if I'm a person that should be more focused on this other issue? Maybe I'm better at thinking at that issue. I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> the media tells tells you what narrative to follow. Tells it gives you a storyline, which is weird. We gotta really like. It's constantly deciphering the real storyline of the world with what the different media outlets are trying to tell you. Man, I am telling you, man. Nowadays, it's like complete. Like I have a hard time believing anything. It's hard whatsoever. Yeah. Even if I will watch and I will intake information, which you know I watch CNN quite a bit, you know, um, just to see what's going on around the world, whether it's real or not. And yeah, I could learn other things from them as well, but. I can't believe any of it nowadays. No. Man. At least to to watch the news and get at least, okay, there's a thing happening in Haiti. Here's the main thing. Now, okay, I can go on the internet and look up competing sources on what they say is going on. Exactly. Just because just Don Lemon's on there or Anderson Cooper's on there telling me, here's how the story went. Mm-hmm. And here's almost how you should think about it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I'll listen to him and just go, okay, I know the thing's happening there. Now I go online, check the, who says what. This guy says it went down this way. The yeah. other guy says it went down this way. Okay, exactly. I'll make my assessed decision of how I think it might have went down. Right? Exactly. After, you know, um, picking up and collecting as much information as you can, which I, which I will do. You know, I'll go like uh, like I'll go on CNN and listen to Don Lemon. Yeah. And uh, I'll go on or I'll go on Fox News, which always reminds me of like a George Bush diary or something watching Fox yeah, News. Yeah, Fox you know? News in the George Bush era, yeah. In the George Bush era and so on and so forth. And it's... You it's gotta, craziness though, right? Like even just the idea of... digging. There's so yeah. much information out there. You, How do you pick? Who do you want? Exactly. What do you do? Yeah. Who do you say like belongs to what? Yeah. And whose information is more real than the one or the next? Am I being controlled by these people? Yeah. Even in, in the same case to religion... Religion and politics are pretty much cousins. You know, they've been used and misconstrued and alternated just to control the mass, to yeah. get more votes. And, you know, right. in the end, at the end right. of the day. Right. Now, I, yeah, I think what trips me out about religion and, and politics in that way that you described is, like, the separation between them. Uh, well, also, how they come about as entities in civilization and how they're acted out. You know, people like to say that, you know, religions are the cause of wars or that politics is to control the masses or is to basically only gain for those politicians, those elite. <coughs> they want to, what, like you said, whether it's to gain votes, keep power, mm-hmm. make money right. on the side or whatever their motives are as humans, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, but, okay, but we do need politicians, Evidently, through time, we've found this out. Yep. Some people are anarchists and say we don't need systems in place like that. And people could just hash it out themselves. Uh-huh. But it's never really worked in practice, right? We start to look at history and say, okay, what things have led to death, blood, and not good GDP and no good food? Like, <laughs> And what things have led to um, like an overall more better standard of living and different things like that right yeah then you see what system they're using and none of there is no real one that's just anarchist uh and successful i guess i would say and i just my point is that you have to take these things like big things like religion and politics with some sort of grain of salt or some sort of um 
what's the word for them? Not being too critical of them. Like you can, you should criticize them, basically almost to the fullest, but leave some leeway to say like there has to be some one of the, the inevitably that just would be there would be religion, there would be politics, mm-hmm. and we've just this is this is kind of getting uh, philosophical in the sense that like fucking chicken and the egg stuff or like uh it's metaphysics i guess or something i don't know what it is it's it's kind of hard to explain it concretely but does any of that make sense or am i just riffing <laughs> all over the place <laughs> <laughs> bro i'm blitz i'm listening bro i'm in the zone yo dj deke laid down dj deke. always 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 definitely got to splice some music in here too uh deke put east. a bunch of songs through deke it deke east Yo, you gotta you gotta check my boy Eric. You gotta check my boy Eric Pacalolo's new joint. Do uh, cacophony of Christ. Cacophony of Christ. That is a banger right there. I feel alright. It is a banger. I feel alright. Yo, have you seen that joint? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. shit is a banger right there, man. You know you gotta peep that joint. That's my joint. That's and then you got joint. the Toby G feature. What other features got in there? I don't know. He's got some good production and some. I haven't taken in the full album, but. Eric is an anomaly. I, I gotta have him on here next too, and we'll complete like the Chum Gang saga by having like a bunch of you guys on. But tell me more about the Chum Gang. Just like the origins of the crew or anything. Like, I want to know more about it. Um, How did you guys all meet? School? Like, uh, you were younger? Uh, like high school stuff, or or was it before that? Because Chuck and Eric met in elementary school, right? Yeah, Chuck and it's, it all started with Chuck. Chuck and Eric. They met. You know, we. We were all different artists and different souls, you know, that, that were going on our own path. And, you know, the, the universe allowed our paths to align. Yes. And, uh, you know, we synchronized, you know. And uh, Chuck and Eric started it, like, Chuck started it off. It, 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 it's all to Chuck 90s. That's a brother we lost a couple of years ago. Yeah. And, Chuck 90s. Uh, Chuck 90s, he was a beautiful soul. That, and I was very glad to know him and meet him. Even for if it was for a br- uh, brief period, you know, we worked together. We put in some work together. And, you know, he invited me into his family. I was another lost soul, you know, another MC that was out there spitting mm. on my own grizzly. And there was another nigga on his own grizzly. And he brought people together, man. Not only here, like nationwide, from here to Vancouver. Yeah. Shout out to Vancouver. You know, Tyrone Flintroy, dis- a.k.a. Dysfunctional. Shout out to Jay Youngin. Shout out to uh, uh, Steve French. You know, shout out to all the homies, you know, in L.A., you know. Sand Scott. City with the, the West Side. And the West Side, the West Coast as I well. I got to say, I met Chuck originally through through my friend who was going to school with him yeah. out in B.C. So I didn't meet mm-hmm. Chuck in St. Catharines. I met him online through music people. Get out of here. And saw his, uh, saw his uh, videos and stuff. And that was that was one of the trippiest things because then I ran into y'all him didn't on meet, Y'all didn't meet no, in St. Catharines? No. Mm-hmm. We met, yeah. And then so I ran into him. You can't miss the guy. So I'm like, yo. And we both just did one of these, yo. Like, it was crazy. It's so weird. But yeah, we all we can, we can all connected a lot, too. There's just some sort of wavelength that these musicians, I don't know if it's just around here, it's just us, something about this area, or if it's really just, I guess, musicians in general, they just kind of think on the same wavelengths. But, like, this kind of... I don't know how to describe it, man. It's it's we're on the same wavelength. I was going artist. Yeah. It's artists, man. You know, it's just artists. Yeah, we're you know we're a part of the world and we're alone at the same time. Yeah. Artist is always alone, man. Right, right. He battles with himself a lot. He battles with himself a lot as yeah. well, you know. Yeah. And um, and he's and he's 
he's one with the people, you know. And at this, well, this this artist, me, you know, and I know a lot of artists feel this way too. You know, you're one with the people, and you're one with the world. That's why you make art. That's because of the world. People make my music. You know what I mean? People help me write. Yeah. Events in life help me write. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah, you turn knowledge into ex- or turn experience into knowledge, and then turn that knowledge into theater or into entertainment and then it comes out to someone what or even if it's a painting like you you manifest it right and then you give it to the people yeah that's one side of it yeah whatever you want that's one side of that's it that's one exactly. side of it i mean there's a whole like battle of like different things that come with art is like success and fame and different ways you deal with that and stuff but as far as the art in and of itself you know like mm-hmm. put the money aside and everything just why to make you know it's like why do people make art we've asked this question for since the dawn of man everybody wonders about language music art i mean, I know everybody wonders about the whole origins of the fucking universe like everyone wonders about everything but exactly. these things these like big things daily things we all use and we have struggled to figure out like the origins of it i mean i guess there wasn't fucking recorded history all you know it's hard mm-hmm. but it's so just where did we come from where did we come from why are, why are, we, are we here, here? why are we here where are we going next? What's going to happen next? We're always wondering. You know what I mean? We're always in wonder and trying to figure it out. And that's why, like like I was saying, you know, you'll feel like one with the world, but you also feel like alone by yourself. That's your consciousness. That's your energy. Mm-hmm. And, where the, and they say energy doesn't die. So I don't know. But yeah, energy and matter just com- they ch- interchange into each other. They just the, – the amount stays <clears throat> the same. Whatever's in the universe – they say, <laughs> like, things convert into other things, right? Thermodynamics and stuff like that, like physics. It's just all here. It's just interchanging constantly. It's constantly trans- transforming. Metabots, transformers, Decepticon. Once a Decepticon, always Decepticon. Remember that, okay? <coughs> but you think that um, you think it's possible that I'm there's... a good guy, bro. A good guy for life. I've always been a good guy, bro. Yeah. I'm with the good guys, bro. We're one of the good guys. Don't you guys understand? Or do you think that there's possibly no answer to to the universe? To life? To universe? You like, ever watch the show How the Universe Works? Maybe it's on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Flixnet now. It's, it's pretty Is dope. it a British one or a different one? There's so many of those now. No, right? it's, it's, it's in... Well, British is in English, but I don't. I think oh, it's okay. uh, yeah. Just in case you didn't know, but uh, <laughs> the UK. Shout out to the UK. I think they're Americans. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. There's so many of those space shows in uh, Netflix, or uh, there's a lot of cool history ones, a lot of in-depth like military ones and stuff like that. It sucks about war that that wars are interesting, right? It sucks that like <laughs> war history is interesting, but. It's like nobody wants war. Re up, re up, gang. Actually, let's see. Let's oh. pause. Put oh, a no, commercial no. break. No, I got. Yeah, it. I need. I need me a cigarette real quick, man. Don't tell nobody. Hey, Decast listeners, this is Trevor Twining from Niagara Podcasters Network. If you want other local Made in Niagara podcasts, then head over to Niagara Podcasters Network. Our hosts are sharing stories and podcasts that are made for Niagara and by Niagara. Hope to see you there. You can find us at niagarapodcasters.org. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
state of music to you right now are, are you in a creative phase or a listening phase or, or are you uh... right now actually I'm working on on a project that I've been I've been dwelling on for a bit mm. it's uh full album it's uh it's it's gonna be like a little EP junk you know last album was a, like a full album so I'm gonna release like a little EP uh Probably eight nine tracks, and it's gonna be by Bobby Machete. You know, it's Bobby you, Machete. I'm that's gonna that's one of your y'all. alter egos. That's that's my first alter ego mm. that I'm actually exposing the public for the mm. first time. But you know, he's he's always been there. You know, mm. and um, who is Bobby? It's gonna Machete? be eight eight nine tracks. Bobby Machete is somebody you're gonna have to know for yourself. I'm gonna introduce you to him soon. Right, right. And right. You gotta listen. You, you gotta, gotta listen, listen to him. Get it. Yeah, Rob yeah. Mahari will will introduce you to him nice. and let Bobby speak for himself, and I'll let Bobby answer that question for mm. himself. Were they going to talk to each other? Are they going to feature? Is it going to feature Rebel Mahari? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't Can't know. Say it. I don't know. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. You never know, man. You never know. Things could always turn around. You never know. And uh, on a on a different topic i'm been working on something with uh bread man also known as dk lonely also known as the man you know what i'm saying shout out dk lonely shout out bread man shout out to bread man been working on something it's called bta black tie affair that is gonna be a banger bro okay. that that okay. is gonna that's a that's the first time me and him working on a collaboration project and this so he's producing the whole thing there's uh we got a couple of different producers okay. on it you know mm-hmm. what i mean in-house producers from home records and some you know producers from other parts from of the, the world. ether yeah from the ether that's cool though 
That's cool. Breadman's a skilled producer. He's a very skilled producer, and yeah. some of his uh, some there's some beats that's gonna be on there that belong to him, you know. And you know, we we make a good team. There's gonna be a real good album. Mm. There's gonna be some bangers on there. You won't be able to sit still. Mm. That's for sure. And same thing with Bobby Machete, Flesh. I'm calling it Flesh because the uh, last album I dropped was more for the mind, soul, and heart. It's called With a Cause. You know, it's more on some personal diary shit. Bobby Machete's a complete different nigga. It's going to be a complete mm. different album, bro. Complete. Two different people from two different sides of the world or two different sides of your universe or two different sides of the table or right, right. whatever. Different sides of the story? Different sides. Just different sides. Just keep that in mind. It's just two different things. Different nice. is the key word. Nice. Different. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't recognize See, that's great when people come up with some sort of theme or something behind the album that's trying to it's it's a story but it's also presented in a certain way right exactly sometimes you just sometimes people just make an album some mm -hmm. rappers just like put an album out and yeah. it's not to say that you know sometimes those can be classics too exactly. just an album that's called i don't know like me and marcel always call shit like the takeover or like the takeover volume one volume two or just everything's like these cliche mixtape names or something it's like the I don't know. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but a rap, a rap album that has no concept. That's just, mm -hmm. it's almost like look, the Carter series. Lil Wayne's just like, here's one, two, three, four, five. Like, someone could correct me on that. I'm not a huge, I don't know if there's like hidden meanings behind the Lil Carter or the Lil Wayne uh, Carter I, tapes. I, I don't know. To be honest, I wasn't like the biggest Lil Wayne fan. No? I no. caught on the, on the wave a, a bit and I was into it, but I kind of fell off of it. At one point, yeah, he had a couple of bangers. I wasn't really into uh -huh. them that much. I don't know why. I just yeah. he had club tunes too. A lot of club tunes. Yeah, he had some nice club tunes. You mm -hmm. know, I always enjoy a good. Club I think track. he won over. I think he won over a lot of people on just the club tunes and the, the vibes that he put out at certain times in, in different clubs and DJs stuff. DJs were playing. You know, you can't if you. That's the thing. If you want to hate on a rapper or you want to diss a musician or any artist, whether it's a pop artist or something, well, when you go to the club, sometimes. You want to hear, or if there's if there's a, you know, the, those party vibes. Some people yeah. that that yep. that wants to come out in people. Yeah, you know? yeah. I like I like people to dance to my music, man. I yeah. want people to dance to my yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. I want people to bob their heads. Right. I want people to sit and listen. Right. You know, my last album was more about you know sitting and listening. You know, mm -hmm. so listening. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And this flush is, uh, you know, it's based on a certain area, and there's a story behind it. Mm. You know, uh, flesh, but it's also for the flesh. Like, I don't want you to sit still. I want you to move as well. You know what I mean? Right. I want you to vibe. I want your flesh to move. You know what right. I'm saying? This is a three-dimensional physical reality that's going to change in you. You're going to move around. All Tell the them. atoms in your body, you're going to vibrate. Exactly. Go Super well. Saiyan. Super Saiyan. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, Goku. <laughs> You know, keep it. Uh, I actually, I I don't follow that either, man. I'm weird like that. The, all the animes, the DVDs? no, I don't, I don't watch not, cartoons. Not from man. that side of the tracks, boy. I, I I diss a lot of my homies, my brothers, man. And I, and yeah, I yeah. Them, yeah. I don't, all I don't watch. Guys are into that. Eh? Yeah, all the I tell anime. them, yo. You know, I'm yo, let's move the Chun Gang away from anime. <laughs> Listen, <I'm>, Rebel, <laughs> wait your turn to speak. The voting. You guys have like t turning keys that change the tenets of the Chun Gang. You all got to put your key in the same I'm time. Like, turn, bro. <laughs> if it ain't Ninja Turtles, I ain't fucking with cartoons, man. You know what I'm saying? You should put that in in the song. If, if I maybe think it's I already, already done. Did a couple ah, of times, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I already fuck did. Fuck all this anime <laughs> shit. I already, I think I already did a, a Family Guy. I fuck with you, you know. Oh man, that's funny. Yeah. 
So is Chum Gang working on any group stuff? Group uh, albums? We're, we're, you guys... al- we're always working on some, man. There's always some in the works, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, the one cypher track, the long, it's like over seven minutes. That, I have uh, a group track that's coming out soon, you mm. know. Uh, that's about it. But yeah, it's my bad. What were you saying? No, uh, the, uh, the, the, group, uh, the group track that you guys put out, uh, was it last year? Yeah, last year. Yeah. Right here, right now. Right, right here, now. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right here, right now. You nice know. long form crew track. That's a hot track. Jorel, that's Jorel's track. Yeah? Yeah, Who Joel made the Rell. beat? Is um, it a local beat or is it a... I'm, I, I'm not quite sure. Somebody got No, it. it was um, Steve French, man. Oh, Shout nice, out to nice, Steve nice. French from Vancouver for that beat. I got to get more into his catalog because I, I... He's I, dope, I, man. Yeah. He's dope. He's serious. He, he, he came out with something. He came out with French Toast too recently. <laughs> You know, that's some Van- West Coast flavor mm. shit. You know French what I'm saying? French toast. Shout out to uh, Steve French, you know. We won't call you Steve French. Ah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bubbles. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bubbles. That's what's from Trailer Park Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, the Steve French. So he, oh, he's, okay. Vancouver. And is he in Chung Gang or is he in his own? He's, he's yeah, his he's Chung Ch- Gang. He's oh, Home okay, Records, okay. man. You know what I mean? There, there's a West Coast side of the label. Oh, and hell East yeah. Coast side. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah. Chuck touched that part of the country, too. They both know? operate in conjunction. Exactly, man. And, you know, the one the one person, the CPU of everything is Chuck Knight. It's Chuck Knight. He brought man. a lot of people together, man. He had Yo, that aura, so you know what I mean? Yeah. He was very talented, did everything in the studio. Yeah. Always wanted to record somebody else before he recorded himself. Always, He always cared about other artists' needs before right. his own. He was the most, um, uh, most. I, I don't know, I don't know how to explain, you know, there's, you know, that actually solidified the meaning of the good die young, you know what I mean? And yeah, totally. Me and him were real tight, man. And he was tight with everybody. Nobody ever had a problem with Chuck nineties, man. And he was an no. amazing artist too. Real talented. You could check him on YouTube. So original nineties, N Y N D E E S. Even you just start with the way he looked, just this tall guy dreads like crazy, like Six the glasses 11. too. Mm-hmm. And just like, just different kind of dress, like flannel shirts and stuff, or like whatever. It's like very humble. Yeah, yeah, very humble guy. But like, obviously, he stood out to everybody because he's this giant dude. Exactly. But when you meet him, it's like that classic gentle giant kind of idea, I guess. Oh, very so, yeah. very so. Yeah, he was he was the depiction of it. You know, totally. Yeah, smart dude too. He was very smart hmm. as well. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate I didn't smart. get to talk at length as much uh, with him. We did get to do a track together, um, which I was super happy about. I've heard. You know, after the fact, it was like. I'm glad we got to do that, you know. Yeah, it's man. one of those things. And you know, his his uh, influence still lives on, you know. Yeah, things totally. Can, it still lives on. I think on. about him all the time. I got him on my arm. I know. Yeah, him It's an amazing Akers. tattoo right. you got, man. Yeah. That's uh, a beautiful tattoo, you know. Yeah, it's uh it's crazy when it gets to that level that you 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 appreciate somebody so much in your life, uh just a friend that you would put them on your body, you know. That's it's you know, I don't know, it's just crazy. The whole it, thing about it. It really, I'll tell you one thing, man. It really messed me up. Like, I couldn't talk for a month. And mm-hmm. me, you know, that's that's not a regular habit for me, not talking, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and I wasn't able to talk for a month. It really fucked me up. I never had, I've always, uh, you know, I've never had somebody that I talk to every day. Yeah. And, you know, and we yeah. we planned and blueprinted things mm-hmm. and talked about the future and, you know, talked about the crew what we're going to do in the future with our personal lives and the music world. Mm-hmm. We we hung out and talked like like me and you are talking more than we made yeah. music, but we also made music together and you know. 
you get into when you make music with somebody too it, it just makes it that much more deep it is yeah we got a truck uh we got a, a truck we got a track out too man i know he's laughing right now i got a truck i do got a truck too yeah man. oh, oh yo. Yo. it's I true do, shit it's true. fuck nigga <laughs> i do got a truck no but, yeah he he just homogenized the, the the different he brought people together you know he did man he did for sure but that relationship you can make with someone when you're making music, it's crazy. Because the creative, like in a, whether it's a band or whatever, you know, I guess you could say in business too, you're collaborating in, a, in such a way. But like music is a little more. Yeah, he co-produced the whole last album that I dropped. You know, you uh, the CD release party that you DJed for. Uh, yeah. That album with a cause. It was. Uh, he co-produced the whole thing? He co-produced the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He. You know, did he work? Did he work on Ableton when he made beats? He sent me a beat once. I never uh, got to use it, but I don't. I don't remember. You don't remember? Fruity no. Loops maybe or Ableton? No, he didn't use Fruity Loops. No, no, something else. I think he talked about Ableton. Mm. I remember that. Could have been. But yeah, so the school he went to in Vancouver was the music school, right? It yeah, the, it was yeah, a music yeah. school. That's where uh, Alex Jensen, my buddy, uh, met him and showed me him. Mm-hmm. Shout out Sorcery, Alex Jensen. He's a music producer from Edmonton. Shout out to Alex Jensen. Yeah, yeah, he's the man. But uh, yeah, man, Chuckle, just interesting dude, man. Interesting dude. That's a big. That's a big loss. It's a big loss to hip hop. It was a big loss to us. It was a big loss to the universe. Yeah. You know, yeah. more. We need. We, we need more good souls like that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're harder to come by nowadays. Yeah, yeah. As uh, they're rarer to find. We can probably thank the media for that shit. Who knows, man? It's crazy out here. T- today's day and age is crazy, man. I don't know. Do you think it's the internet, bro? It is the internet in large part. It just is. People, people recognize it that the internet is such a crazy thing. They know it. But it's 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 just one of those things that becomes in the back of your mind. Like you don't necessarily think too too far deeply about internet VR, like these different things. We're like, yeah, we know it, it's it's coming. It's inevitable that VR is going to get like really realistic, you know. But meh, not in my lifetime. Or like you know, I focus on my family, my work. I, I don't think too deeply about you know. Exactly. I'm doing an impression of just this. What I picture is like a average citizen. They're like. Meh. Just, you know, we know what's right and wrong. It's kind of like, isn't it born into us, really? You know, we kind of know. Yeah, you got a moral compass. Moral compass, exactly. Thank you very much. Just do that, you know? That's what I really feel like, man. And I will tell you something. I went through a near-death experience before. and uh, Yeah, tell me about that. I was in a coma for two weeks. And I I know guaranteed my consciousness was still up. We still, like, our soul still exists. Mm. And I guarantee you, Deke, like... You were in a coma and you had like an, do you have an experience you can remember from the coma? I remember many things and I, for, and I forgot a lot of things, mm-hmm. but I know being up, I was not sleeping. And you experienced amnesia My consciousness from before, was, was it an accident or how did it happen? We'll call it an accident. Oh, but it was, what is a car accident or something? It was, uh, it, it was just like some, some misunderstanding. Right, it, it was like a fight or something, or it assault? Was, or, yeah, yeah, it was due to some dumb shit, you know, I wish yeah, not to young speak shit. of. Yeah, Some dumb young shit I wish not to speak of. But, yeah. you know, it def- that experience definitely did enlighten me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
it humbled me as well and yeah it made me more appreciative of things right but, and i know for a fact that we uh, my consciousness was up like I was not sleeping. I wasn't out for two weeks. Right. And waking up two weeks later, but I was up. It was some sort of experience. It was it was an experience, and I know guaranteed for a fact. We got souls. It's crazy. I right? know that for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, experiences can give you that feeling. And after you recovered, did you you had amnesia of before? No. Oh. I had no amnesia. Oh, okay. I thought I got the story mixed up. I thought that was something like oh, that. Oh, there's a lot of stories. I'll tell you this story myself. I've heard many stories and rumors. <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> you know, actually, I actually wrote a track about it in the last album I dropped. The one uh, Chuck co-produced. It's called The Live. And uh, I kind of break it down, turn it into a mm. storytelling thing, you know. I always uh, incorporate some of my life. Most of my life in my music, I, I can't create without living first, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to take the time to to live and listen mm -hmm. before you can create, which is a weird thing. Because some people like want to just oh, I got to be sitting at the machine making beats all the time, right? But on one hand, you do you have to be working at it, right? But then you also got to listen. Maybe I don't know. You got to listen to the world, right? Your senses, exactly. just taking information, and then you know. But that's just yeah, it's just life. But you gotta pay attention. That can help you, I think, to create better music. The more you pay attention, I learned that as I go. I never musically or art, even art. I'm always like dogging on my own stuff so much. I'm like, oh, I don't work hard enough at it. You know, I don't uh, spend enough time at it. Dude, you gotta live. You gotta, you gotta live, live too. Man. Yeah. You know, just take breaks and just whatever. It's more. It's more authentic that way. I'm not trying to be Pharrell. Okay, I'm just trying to be. <laughs> Bro, all I know. Come I'm on, bro. I'm trying to be Prince. <coughs> Deke, you going up there, bro. Stop fronting on me, man. Stop fronting. I know you got connects. I know you having cappuccino with Drake on a fucking bi-weekly basis. Come yep. on, brother. Cappuccino. Yo, fill me in, man. Fill a nigga What's in. What's going on with Drake, man? What is up with Drake and J-Lo? Uh, he's all right, man. He's doing all right. He's chilling, you know. He's kicking it. No. Sorry, guys. That's a lie. I don't know Drake. I don't. I just don't. But. <laughs> you know Drake. Stop fronting, man. I know you know Drake, man. No. Drake's cool, though. He's cool. But, yo, like, what's good with, like, with the DJ scene, man? You were running around uh, here for a minute, bro. I was bro. DJing around here and there. I, um, I'm taking a little bit of a, 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 put the DJing on the back burner slightly. Um, uh. Yeah, I don't have a weekly gig anymore, and uh, I do like some weddings and stuff. But it's not uh its more fun to DJ, do kind of sets, uh, like just stuff you like. It's when you DJ, you're always catering to people, right? So especially at those type of things like weddings and stuff, you're catering to people, which is fun too. That's true. But for me, I guess personally, I like to just maybe it's more of a, I'd like to do like listening parties rather than DJing sort of a club or a dance situation. Or professional thing, but like, do like, you guys want to listen to some like 80s hip hop? We'll do a set of 80s hip hop or something, and people come and like can listen to it and a chill vibe. And not, it's not about dressing up, going out. Maybe it'd be like a 5 or 6 p.m. event or something. You yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. There's just some, I don't know. Maybe that could be a thing. I feel you. Some, some sort of idea that you could then execute and complete. 
It'd be fun. It'd be fun to listen to music, man. A bunch of people just who are there to listen party. to. Yeah, that's, you're pretty, all there that's the pretty much thing. a club, though, no? Yeah, but when your club involves other aspects to it, like, oh, you're that's going true. there to pick up someone of the opposite sex, or you're going there to sort of fight or something stupid, or <coughs> there's occasions involved with it, like... Uh, Alcohol. Going out for your birthday, let's go to a bar. Oh, you don't go with someone's, for someone's birthday, take them to, to some... Oh, maybe you would. Go to a listening like a, party. A listening party. You could. Yo, you know, I've never been to a listening party ever. I don't even know if they exist. I know there's like album <laughs> listening parties. But I, <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even a, know if they exist. This guy does not even. But right. I don't know. It exists because I said it. Is it so? Like it's got like alcohol. I guess. And like. What if I serve and no dance? Alcohol? Can I dance if what I? What if want? I said no dancing? Maybe that would be. Like, That'd be funny. Put I don't know. You can't. No you can't be like, no, bro. You can't dance. You're only supposed Get to listen. Out. Like we're all chill until someone dances. You call security on. Fuck you, man. That that joint you and Toby did was hot. They liked the way I danced. Dance? Yeah, you know, speaking of dancing, so funny man, so funny. Really fun to make that song. Ah, uh, it's a good beat too. I like that beat. It was crazy. Did that in you yo, and that was the next question I was gonna ask you was like beats. What's up with the beats, bro? Why don't you throw one two thing for like BTA or something? I gotta do something with the beats. I got some samples, I got some new drum samples, and I got a little keyboard, a little tiny one there, and I got the resources to sit here and make some beats, but it's a matter of forcing myself to sit down and do it for some reason right now. Yeah. I'm on a different thing where I'm going into like gaming a bit more too right now. I'm like that happens. Trying other things in my life. You know, gaming is like a weird form of art and entertainment combined that uh, people think it's like a waste of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's video games, though, that's like a childish thing. Yeah. But today's video games are works of art. Like they uh, get storytelling, they get uh, illustration-wise, different... Dialogue. Different dialogue, voice Storyboard, acting. all of that. You can have immersive experiences. People like watching movies. Yep. Nobody, nobody says watching movies is a waste of time. No. Nope. Well, yeah, you know, and then it's interesting, man. Games are crazy interesting. Their whole true. other otherworldly experiences, really, if you think about it. As far as they can get real realistic too. Like then you got the virtual reality. We're gonna start open up spaces that where we're in new spaces. You know, land, air, sea, cyberspace. No space and cyberspace, and then you got. Virtuality. Virtual reality space. Whatever happened to uh, Pokemon Go, man? That it's shit ain't still around, but it's nobody. Ain't, no, it's, it's not. It is. Why are you so hard lined on this subject? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying it's not around. Like, I, you know, I heard hey, it's nothing, winter time. I heard nothing. But here's what happened. I'll explain it. It got a big boom in the beginning, and it was summertime, so everybody's out. It was novelty. It was like new thing, right? Now, yeah, it died off a little bit, but it's funny. Uh, my friend Nick, for example, he gets really upset when people say, like, it died out. <laughs> He's like... It's it's dead, bro. It's not dead. People still bro. play. Dude, look. You got to just pay attention. People on their Dog, phones... I counted how many times I heard Pokemon Go in one day, and I... No fi- one really talks about it. That's 59 true. times in one day. Hey, I'll tell you something. I can't control the Montebello gym. It changes every hour, so that proves people are playing... They're taking other teams are taking over the gym. It's crazy out here. I can't keep control of my own neighborhood. Just start, start. Uh, I'm gonna just start roughhousing some of these other Pokemon Go players from the other team. <laughs> Pop just, out from behind trash cans. Just do it from the front, not from the back, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like this guy's going to rough them up. 
Hey. Pop out of the trash can. Oscar the Grouch. These guys like Oscar the Grouch out here popping out trash cans. Yeah. Dude, dude's getting jacked for Pokemons nowadays. No, Pokemon Go is, uh, it's, it hasn't died out, but it's definitely petered out. It's, uh, I actually play a little bit. I quit for a long time, and then I some I used to pick it up. I smashed my phone screen right now, so I'm not playing it. <coughs> Don't get it wrong. A lot of my homies fuck with Pokemon Go till this day, bro. It's crazy. <clears throat> you know, I'm trying to get those Charizards. Trying to get those high-level, the rare stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all about collecting. Yeah. And yeah, it's digital images. It's not a real thing. It's virtual. It's a game. Life is kind of game, though. Everybody's playing games, whether it's Super Nintendo or Pokemon Go. Life is like a dice game. That's the dice. Shout out to Dice. Shout out to Dice. Dice, where you at, nigga? Shout out to my nigga Dice, man. Yo, he just dropped um, a project, Pink Moon. You should uh, peep that. Troom Troom Gang is constantly putting stuff out. I like like to call you guys the Troom Game or the Union Game, I used to call them too. (laughs) For no reason. Me and Marcel would do that. By all means. (laughs) Yo, straight up. um, We're always dropping something. Jorel just dropped something too recently, just within the past few months and like within this month. And hopefully by next month, you're going to catch some of this flesh right here. And. I that it's not supposed to sound that way, but it sounded that way. <laughs> Catch so, it, get it, it, share it, get it, Snapchat it, do everything to it, do whatever the fuck you want to it, steal it, duplicate it digitally amongst the masses. Just don't fucking bootleg it, please. Put it on a gold record, set out in space. Don't so bootleg I- that shit. Okay, don't bootleg. All right, don't bootleg it. Don't bootleg. Ah, fuck it, bootleg it, man. Music's for the people, yo. <laughs> steal this album. Just smoke me a spliff. We good. Not even a blunt to spliff. All right, let's let's wrap it up. You want to tell anybody where they can find you immediately? Can they should they go to your SoundCloud or should they go to your YouTube? Yo, you can find me on SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. That's Rebel Twitter, Mahari. Uh, Rebel Mahari, right? M E H A R I. Or uh, on Facebook, I'm Rebel Machete. You can find uh, Bobby Machete on Twitter. You can find Rebel Mahari on YouTube. If you look up Rebel Mahari, Rebel Machete on Facebook. Do it up. Do it now. Or forever hold your peace. I'm out here, bro. You know, thanks for listening. Deek East, good looking out, man. I love what you're doing out here, man. Keep moving it. Appreciate you you coming on the show and uh, telling us a bit about the Choom Gang. We're going to hopefully have some more Choom Gang members and get, get all sides of the story, right? And get like... What's up with this 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 crew? Let's hear let's hear all the music. Let's check them out. Let's let's share them. Let's you know support show, support local talent, bros. That's Come what's on. up, man. All right, thanks, Peace man. Thanks for love. listening, guys. See you later. Okay. Never been the type of nigga to be 
lick of my lips She ain't gotta be a plumber to be digging my shit Never fucked her before, but she's loving my dick Trainer to be hugging them tricks Microphone's my bitch and I do it for the love of this chick Straight cash, no tax on that ass My plate's fat like a 12-inch Jerry stack I've tasted death before, nigga, what you scared of that? Love the fat, been around the map Glow this. never needed the mind But it's to know who the hottest is Feeling the want this nation feel this constipation Shit's real, knock a concrete feel Who the fuck is real? Breaking his back to get a stack But these miss misses still, still blowing me kisses Waiting to get mine before I'm getting these digits Known to be ahead of my time, I'm still counting these minutes Ignorance is bliss, but I let this mic announce my itch To get a pound of that one million dollar chips Get rich, fuck shit up Oh, don't be scared, nigga, stick to the hiccup <laughs> Gotta ride or die, chick, stuff in the D-cups Even with the binoculars, niggas couldn't see us In the 82 Kia Prius Packed with plenty of dudes, hungry fools That will only love you for food But if I'm stuck in the desert with nothing to chew Don't be surprised if this nigga starts coming for you Trap niggas put it.